The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Mile Rate. Wow, we're still getting over the drama of the Inter-Dominion pacing grand final from last night. Um, wow, I, I still don't know what to make of it. It went for an eternity. Expensive ego won and lost on protest. That was in a nutshell, but there's more to it than that. Rob Orber, good morning to you. Um, it was, well, it'd be a nervous wait for everybody involved, punters and certainly for connections there. And um, what were your thoughts on uh, last night's Inter-Dominion pacing grand final that was won in the stewards' room, Bonsell Benjamin winning it from Expensive Ego, who was first past the post? Wow, uh, what a result, uh, Danny, uh, to have an Inter-Dominion uh decided in the uh, stewards room uh, was certainly uh, something that I don't think anyone predicted would happen uh, before the race but uh, what a thrill for uh, Jason Grimson and also uh, Josh Gallagher with Bonzel Benjamin uh, what a story for the Duffy family uh, he's always been uh, a, a wonderful horse uh, here in Victoria but he's certainly uh, gone to another level up in uh, New South Wales under the care of Jason Grimson and now to be uh, rewarded as the Inter-Dominion winner of 2021 uh, under very controversial circumstances. Watching it, uh, my first impression was it would be upheld. It just looked that way. Uh, then I spoke to you uh, on the phone uh, to get your opinion, and you, you thought it was going to be the other way around, Dan. Well, laterally, I thought, oh, look, it's going to be upheld because the horses got checked. There must have been a run there and checked around it. But when I saw the head-on, it didn't look like it was physically possible that the whole of the cart and horse would have got through. So it might have been establishing a run, but I didn't think the cart would have got through, and then David Moran had shifted. So... That was an interesting one. Um, it's a bit perplexing. It feels like I have to watch it again and again and again. But the stewards took a lot of time to go over it, watched it many, many times. In the end, I thought it would probably be dismissed, Rob. But um, like you said, well done to the Duffy team. And, and just the stroke of genius of sending Bonsell Benjamin up to Sydney, it's remarkable. I could never have envisaged he would win an Inter-Dominion. He's such a fast horse. Um, and to win it over 3,000 metres and finishing off the way he did, it's, uh, it's mind-boggling, but well done to the team. Commiserations go to expensive ego team because he won an Inter-Dominion and then lost on protest. And obviously, lots of people are going to have uh, many varying opinions as to uh, the result. We almost saw a Cox Plate decided in the stewards' room, and we actually saw an Inter-Dominion this year decided in the stewards' room. Well, uh, it took Bonzel Benjamin uh, 80 starts to win 205,000, and in one start uh, last night, he won 270. So uh, he doubled his career earnings, uh, and not even winning the race. So, uh, But he won it on protest, and well done to the Duffy team at Shepparton. I'm sure they'll be uh, absolutely stoked. And Jason Grimson, hasn't he uh, certainly uh, made a mark on his training career uh, in New South Wales? He's doing an amazing job, and for Josh Gallagher to be an Inter-Dominion driving winner now uh, even uh, another uh, added uh, reward to his uh, young career. Wow, and it, uh, to go into the stewards' room, I think the protest lasted uh, for about 40 minutes, uh, which is uh, quite extraordinary. Bonsell Benjamin starting $54 on the Victorian tab. Expensive Ego second after the protest. Elter Orlando, another honest run. He just doesn't seem to be able to win nowadays, but he keeps going terrific. And I thought Max Delight was excellent as well. King of Swing, he did a bit of work in the run, but it looked obvious that he was struggling before the home turn. And the first time in about 30 starts, he's actually missed a place, Rob. 
Yeah, look, uh, obviously when you've got expensive ego out in the lead and setting a really solid tempo, it was always going to make it uh, difficult for uh, King of Swing. Um, Bonsell Benjamin, who's always had that brilliant gate speed, and then to be able to uh, utilise that to get himself into a good position and be driven quietly uh, and finish off the race, it was uh, a pretty special moment for uh, everyone involved. And I know... uh, as I said, it's uh, it's going to have a lot of people talking about this uh, Inter Dominion final uh, for a very long time. Yeah, it'd be interesting getting lots of opinions that will uh, no doubt be talked about for, for for many a long time. Well, this is the race we're talking about. You're going to hear the uh, the audio, the replay, and it's expensive ego, ego winning it first past the post. But uh, the thought was, I think anyone that watched the race knew that there would be more to it than just expensive ego winning the Inter Dominion. As it turns out, Bonsell Benjamin, after interference halfway up the straight, wins the 2021 Tab Inter Dominion Pacing Grand Final on protest. King of Swing starts to take closer order, creeps up on the outer, then came out of Orlando, Spirit of St. Louis, Sugars makes his move, he hits the go button now on, Triple Eight comes around the outside, Majestic Cruiser just ahead of him, Max Delight is still travelling strongly but needs a run as they near the turn, King of Swing being put to pressure, 26-9 third quarter, an expensive ego brings them into the straight over Bonsell Benjamin, King of Swing will have to find, they were followed by out of Orlando, the next one Spirit of St. Louis Majestic Cruiser. Bonsell Benjamin trying to give chase to this leader. Expensive Ego. It's Expensive Ego. Bonsell Benjamin's closing. Expensive Ego's in front. The heir apparent. Expensive Ego. He wins the grand final. Beats a brave Bonsell Benjamin. Elder Orlando's run a cracker for third. Yeah, an incredible night. An unforgettable uh, Inter-Dominion grand finals night at Menangle, Rob. And, well, the trotting grand final at... It uh, got busy towards the end there, but it was Maori Law who showed his gate speed, uh, was able to dominate, probably looked the winner in the run a little halfway up the straight, and uh, he was a little bit too good. So let's have a listen to the Inter Dominion Trotting Grand Final. They leave the 600 behind them, second quarter, 30 and 4. So 61 won the half past the cages, and they near the turn in the grand final. And it's Maori Law leading the way. The penny drops is being put to pressure. Humble Lad sweeps up three deep. Majestic Man, the pegs. Tough Monarch starts a searching run four deep from Just Believe Caligula. And well back as Timothy Redder's heads were turned for home, and Maori Law kicked away. Majestic Man runs into second spot down the outside. Tough Monarch up on the inside as Just Believe. It's Maori Law, the leader. Here comes Majestic Man on the outside. He lets down with a good turn of foot. Maori Law and Majestic Man in a soul-stirring struggle, but Maori Law kicks. Maori Law fights back. Maori Law too good. Wins the grand final over Majestic Man. Just believe tough monarch. Illawong Stardust flashed along the inside and probably... Strong to the line. A really good stay. He's had his problems over the year, Maori Law. Um, Emmett and Richard Brosnan, what a great team. Richard's had success before 1979. He won the Trotters Grand Final with no response at Addington in Christchurch. So what a remarkable uh, training performance and for the, the, the son and, and, and the dad to get involved to do it again. It's, uh, it shows what great horse people they are. Uh, he's been a lovely horse, uh, Maori Law, for uh, a very long time and he certainly had his challenges uh, over the years with uh, obviously his fair share of niggles and Congratulations to uh, to Richard Brosnan and to Emmett. They've done an amazing job uh, with his trotter. He's just kept building throughout the series. We've seen him uh, head up to, to Menangle and 
each time he's gone around, he's just kept getting better. He was uh, relishing the 3,000-metre trip. And last night, he was just perfectly uh, handled by Greg Sugars, rated him to perfection, and he found a lead uh, from uh, Majestic Man, who uh, made a real challenge uh, with about 100 metres to go. But Maori Law, he's very tough and dour, was able to hold off Majestic Man. And third home was just believed. Great performance uh, for Mick Hughes and Rodney Petrov. Uh, he drove him an absolute treat, gave him every chance to run in third spot and tough monarch into fourth. But all honours to Maori Law in taking out the tab into Dominion Trotters grand final. And Pink Kalar, she was up against it early. She'd made a mistake in the score-up. Rob was giving him a start, was always in the, the back half of the field. Yeah, look, it certainly wasn't her best series. Uh, she had a few hard runs in that first week, and obviously uh, the best of Pink Galahs wasn't seen uh, at Menangal uh, or in New South Wales, but that happens from time to time, and I'm sure she will bounce back. She's a great quality mare. Robert uh, Melton, there was a good card, an eight-race uh, program. Uh, the first race we're going to have a listen to was the, the claimer. Uh, it turned out to be a, a terrific betting race, and uh, it turned out to be an even better finish. But it was a dominant performance, and a, I thought a terrific drive from young Connor Clark with Always Fast to take out race four. Off the back straight in 28-7 for the third quarter. Angelaby Bandits, two metres, major rolls flat. Always fast now, giving chase out wider. And Bernie Winkle tracks him home. Jellaby Bandit, Lee goes for the leader. End of the straight, Jellaby Bandit led three metres. Down the outside, always fast is finishing it off. Always fast hit the lead from Jellaby Bandit. Bernie Winkle and always fast is going on to win. He wins from ton behind tonight, always fast. Always fast has won it and beaten. Second Jellaby be banded, I think, from Bernie Winkle on the hashtag, then Major Everything panned out, I would imagine, the way you were hoping and the horse got the job done. Yeah, well, um, it was a bit of a little hard race to read, sort of. Um, we didn't know whether Aussie Butler was going to hold the front like he did for a little bit, so you just had to watch and see how that battle unfolded while we're choosing our position, and we ended up... Um, for the pegs, which is all right, and uh, just had to wait for as long as I can in there, and obviously got flushed out by major roll, and obviously I thought I'll just roll it um, slowly and just let him keep coasting because I know how quick my horse is, and we were even lucky enough for major roll to come back around and give us cover. So I knew at the 400 he's probably home. He's a real fast horse. He's proven himself in big races. He sort of just took a drop back lately, and um, I think he's really coming along and getting back to his best. Time always fast as one without being leading or on the pegs, but he, his performances, this preparation, they've got better. Um, his run last start was probably the best run uh, that he's ever had by not being leading or being on the pegs, and he ran right up to that and was strong through the line. Yeah, look, certainly from a tactical perspective, I thought uh, Connor Clark, uh, his drive last night was the drive of the night. He knew he had his rivals with Gillaby Bandit out in the lead and major role was playing some cat-and-mouse tactics with him uh, from back in the field, but Connor Clark was able to... Uh, uh, make all the right moves, and he was able to get into that one-out-one-back spot with uh, just over uh, a lap to go. And from that point, he travelled really strongly coming to the home turn. They went a mile rate of 157.2, last mile 157.7, 55.7 last half, and 31.7, 30.3 those first two quarters. And they came home in 28.7. They sittled up the straight in 26.91 by three and a half metres, but it was a very good win and a great drive. Gillaby banded, brave in defeat, getting fitter with each 
Mitch running to second spot. Bernie Winkle, as per normal, hit the line strongly from back in the field. Hashtag was a good effort. And uh, then Major Roll, who's just been a little bit uh, hard to catch at the moment. He's not he's not able to find the line winning, but he's racing well. But at the same time, he just can't find the line first. But all honours, too, were always fast. And well done to Emma Stewart. And another great training performance. It was a brilliant drive by Connor Clark. The Group 3 Gordon Rothacker Memorial Championship final was the feature event on the program and Spring and his step who put up a remarkable performance to sit three wide the trip and win his heat last week. Uh, he did it in style but this time from the front to take out the Group 3 final. Uh, three back to pegs. The third quarter, 28-6. The sprint on now. And the leader spring in his step from Jillaby Fernando. So what down the outside? Then Valachi. It's spring in his step. Nicely out in front, though, with 100 left to travel. So what's run a huge race. Battling on with Jillaby Fernando. But spring in his step's too good. Spring in his step wins it. So what was excellent running second. Valachi third. I'm on the horse tonight. Yeah, first time, Rob. Um... Give you a good feel. Yeah, yeah, really good feel. He's just uh, just goes through the motions, doesn't sort of care about much. Uh, very easy to drive and just, uh, as, as you said before, just sort of does what he has to do. What a- yeah, it was a pretty easy watch if you're on the favour, but it was no surprise. Maybe if there was a doubt before the race, it was whether he'd backed up and how he'd handled that hard run first up last week. He looked so well before the race uh, during his warm-up and Russell Jack, uh, is uh, he's got a really smart horse on his hands here with Spring and his step. His performance to win the heat was one of the biggest runs we've seen for a long time at Melton when you sit three wide the entire journey and still win. We don't see too many horses do that or seen him do it uh, over the last 10 or 11 years at the track and he certainly performed uh, at his best and last night he got a soft trip really in comparison to the week before. He went a mile rate of 155.2 55-7 last half. It was a 7.1 lead time. He was able to get the lead from Gillaby Fernando. 29-8, 30.4, 6 Came home in 27-1. He's a really smart horse springing his step. I think he's got a huge future ahead of him. Number 11, So What, ran second in the race. Absolutely flying this uh, mare for uh, Lance Justice. Uh, she's ready to win. She'll be winning in town very soon. Valachi was honest in the third spot. Gillaby Fernando had his chance fourth. And fifth home, I'm Shadow Boxer. Hasn't been too far away. But look out of the race. Spring in his step. Clearly you follow him. And so what? She's going to be winning a mare's race sometime soon in town. Rob, race number seven. And uh, this was uh, taken out by a very good mare, Tang, going with Sierra. It was the Keelanith Primary School Pace Race 7 at Melton. Going with Sierra, still working into it well, four wide. Uh, then out deeper, Huli Nien starting to wind up as well as they hit off the back in 28.1. In the straight, the leader's blue chip delight. The outside, rack em up, Tiger Pine. Here's the mare, Tang going with Sierra. Tang going with Sierra, lets down, goes to rack em up, Tiger Pie. Late was Shorty's mate, but Tang going with Sierra's too good. She's a quality mare, that was a big win. Shorty's mate at massive odds gets through into seconds spot lock wheels and uh, there, there would have been a few worrying moments going through your head at that time yeah no thanks rob uh, yeah kate was just in cut in two different lines there for, for a stride or two and uh i thought she was going back in but then she came back out again and we just hooked up for a, 
a little too long, um, but uh, you know the little mare, her class come to the fore, and she uh, she powered through the line then. Uh, she's a she's a now won 14 of her 28 starts. There was just a bit of speed in the middle section of the race, which I think helped her cause, but it nearly backfired as well coming around the turn. James seemed to lock wheels with uh, uh, Diamonds and Cash and, and Kate Gath, but uh, she's such a good mare. She picked up and. Gee, she, she had the race covered at the 100. James was really soft over the concluding stages with her. Oh, well, look, last Sunday morning we black booked her. Uh, Danny, uh, we, we spoke about how good her performance was when she finished fourth, and she didn't let us down with a super performance last night. Uh, she was back in the field. They went a mile rate of 153.4, 7.1 lead time. They went 29.5 and 28.1. So that tempo was really solid early in the race. And then she started to make her run 28.1, 28.3 home. As you mentioned, there was a few worrying moments coming to the home turn when she locked wheels. But uh, she was just too strong and she really powered away at the finish. Shorty's mate ran second. Uh, he's been going well. I sort of mentioned last night that he's uh, he's going a lot better than his figure form reads. Uh, it was a beautiful drive by Jack Law. He saved every uh, inch on the pegs and he got up the straight really well. Uh, third home was Rackham Up Tiger Pie. Much improved run by Rackham Up Tiger Pie last night, which was good to see. Diamonds and Cash wasn't far away. Neither was Ideal Some Magic. And loving the Chevys on the up with Huli Nien. But it was a race where certainly Tango and with Sierra just proved their class in a mile rate of 153.4. Blue Chip Delight, uh, who was the uh, other favourite in the race, just not finishing off the race strongly. Back to the first event on the card at Melton, and this was taken out by Small Town, and terrific training performance by Paul Rouse. Uh, Rob, this horse uh, hadn't raced since April of 20, and it'll first up uh, just uh, a couple of weeks ago here. It was a good run first up, has gone on with that, and showed tremendous toughness to take out the opening event. Yeah, no, great performance uh, for uh, Small Town. As you mentioned, uh, been off the scene for a long time. Uh, ran at the day meeting at Melton recently where they just absolutely walked in the race and just sprinted up the straight and Small Town hit the line strongly. And Paul, who of course is the CEO there at the Ballarat Harness Racing Club, I'm sure his team of followers and all the fans of uh, the Ballarat uh, crew will be absolutely ecstatic with Small Town winning last night. I know you were pretty keen on his chances as well last night, Dan, and Small Town salute in the race, defeating Rosarito Miss, who continues to race well. She hasn't been far away in any of her races. Zubri, who was first up, was at huge odds, ran a cheeky race. Judy Bound started favourite. He's sort of one of those horses that... uh, you know, he's never too far away, but he, he went around under the odds last night and uh, fifth home was Stand By Me. They went 7.4 lead time, 29 30.4, 28-8, 27-5 home, mile rate of 155.6, and all honours to the winner, Small Town. Uh, from that race, uh, look, Believe in Forever might be one that uh, might be uh, worth following going forward. Race two was uh, for the Trotters. Uh, powder kick and always ready for down favouritism, but it was hatchback. John Justice, he thought the horse might have just needed the run six weeks between runs. He got a pretty easy lead, and in the end, uh, that was critical to the end result because he was able to hold the lead, not work too hard, and he's a pretty slick horse. He was sharp over the last 400. He certainly was. He got a pretty easy lead time, 48 8 lead time, 31-2, uh, always ready, came around to have a quick look at uh, the front and realised the front wasn't there for him. And John was able to uh, get away with some pretty cheap sectionals, 30.929, and I only dashed up the straight, 27-7, and hatchback proving too strong. It was good to see him getting back into some good winning form. Powder Keg, uh, he was uh, honest as he normally is into second spot. Scallywag Sam was an improved run third, 
Fourth was Cooker Lane, and fifth anywhere Hugo. And uh, Travel Bug will certainly be improved by that run, but all honours to the winner, Hatchback. Rob, the uh, third event on the card, I'm Ready Jet, went around as the shortest-priced favourite for the night. Um, she might have got a little bit keen at different stages during the running, but, um, look, I thought she was going really well. I just expected her to find something on the turn, and she did, and her stable mate, Hopeful Beauty, just ran straight past her. Yeah, look, uh, she, she was disappointing uh, when you started ten or $1.12, the, the odds that she was. Look, she's a top-quality man. Probably obviously not at her best last night. I was a little bit worried around the 900-metre mark. I didn't feel like she was trotting that well around the turns. Once she balanced up, she was good, but she was a bit keen in the prelims. Might have over-raced slightly. 45-7 lead time, 31, 30.1, 30.2, 28.2 home. Mile rate of 158.8. Not a lot of excuses for her other than she just performed nowhere near her best and what we're used to seeing. Uh, but look, her... She, she was beaten by the stablemate Hopeful Beauty. She's had, that was her fourth run back from a spell. She's won first up, getting a soft trip. Did some work at her second and third run last night, driven quietly, and she seemed to have a really good finish to her races. So she's a really nice mare, and she'll keep improving. Third home was Norkey. Margaret Roof into fourth placing, and fifth home was always a dreamer. But uh, all honours to the winner, Hopeful Beauty. She's uh, certainly going places. A disappointing run was I'm Ready Jet. Race number five, Rob. Um, this race was a terrific finish. All shook up, had the right run. Magic Mike had a tough run but was so brave. Brevity led, was pressured mid-race but dropped out with a with an issue uh, from about the 800 metres. Not much in it at the finish but all shook up. Jordan Leadham just getting home at, at uh, close enough to $10. Yeah, big thrill again for Jordan Leadham. He's going places. A good young man. Uh, he seems to be getting uh, more better uh, each time he goes around and the experience of having Travel up to Mildura non-stop week in and week out is really improving this young man and he handled all shook up really well took him off the gate uh, at the start despite knowing that he's a good fast beginner but he summed up the race well he realised there was speed inside him and he came with the one run there was obviously quite a bit of interference and shuffling up up, up near the speed with Brevity who held out the early uh, lead uh, and was challenged by Magic Mike 45-8 lead time 29-2 30.8 and they sizzled home in 28.4 and 28.8, but uh, all uh, shook up, was able to hold off uh, the very brave Magic Mike, who went down fighting, top run by him into second spot. The luckless run of the race was uh, Radius. He was dragged back by the tiring brevity. He should have won the race, and he should have won it easily. Uh, certainly keep black booking him. I think we've been doing that for a few weeks with Radius, but he will win another race in town at some stage. Uh, Dad and Dave... Uh, he, he's uh, going okay. He wasn't too far away to fourth spot. And Cobalt Blues, who had his first taste at Metropolitan level, uh, battled on quite nicely. But it was one of those races where you could probably run that race a few times and get a few different winners. But certainly the luckless uh, run of the race was Radius. And the last event on the card, the last of eight, it was Jean-Luc. He'd been bursting to win a race. He'd caught the eye with a number of recent performances and... Well, he put him away. He was uh, had a crack for the early lead. He got caught without cover before ending up with cover at the bell and uh, he ended up with a flat tyre and he still put him away in the straight. Well, I think uh, it was hooray, hooray, hooray for us, uh, for John Luke, because I think we've been black booking him for a few weeks, Danny, and finally he uh, he saluted for us. But it was a, a good win. He deserved the win. 
AJ Breezy Rose uh, ran second. She's going well. She's not far off a win in town somewhere in the in the mayor's race. Iconic major. Had his chance. Wasn't too far away. Would you mind? Had no luck in the race. He pulled pretty hard from uh, back on the pegs and still screams. He tried to make a r- run mid-race. They went 44.7 lead time. 30.8, 29.5, 29 and 28.5 home. A 156.9 mile rate. But uh, John Luke was a much-deserved winner last night. Rob, uh, very exciting night, very memorable night in two different states uh, last uh, night uh, in harness racing. Continues on today because it's Stall Cup Day. You'll be there for Trots Vision. I will be. Uh, I'll be heading uh, trackside uh, at Stall today. Uh, we'll certainly be looking after all the on-course uh, uh, work that's going on. I know Lisa McBridle does a fantastic job there and uh, they've certainly got a big day planned at Stall. Hopefully you can join us. Uh, if not at the track, we'll be certainly bringing all the presentations and after-race interviews live on Trot's Vision today. That first race kicks off at 12.19 and we've got uh, nine races there with the last at 5.04. The uh, main race for today is the renowned Silverware Stall Pacing Cup. It's a Group 3 event. It's a $45,000 race. Great feel. Rick Riley, he's absolutely flying at the moment. Uh, he's drawn the pole position and despite being up in grade, I think he's going to run a really big race uh, once again today and of course the Trotters Cup as well and that race at 3.19. Great. Lot to look forward to, Rob. If you're happy to, would you join me again next Sunday morning? I certainly will be and happy harnessing everyone.